Limit Break Radio. Limit Breaking News. www.limitbreakradio.com Hello, and welcome to another edition of Limit Breaking News. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro. Joining me in the studio, we've got Sale. Sale, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Thank you. Uh, joining me via Skype, we've got Kahlo in the LVR Research Facility. Hey, what's up? And joining us, one of our old favorite guest hosts, Spaz. Spaz, how you doing? Uh, just fantastic. Thanks a lot. Uh, Spaz, now you are our very, very first guest ever on Limit Break Radio. Back How you the, been? Back in the days of old. Yes, back in the day. <laughs> it's been uh, pretty good. A lot of uh, a lot of changes have uh, come across Vandal, and uh, some strange uh, encounters have come my way. But hey, I'm back once more. Well, it's uh, it's great to have you back. It's great to hear from you again. What have you been doing since the last time you were on the LBR? Uh, last time you were here, you were talking. Uh, we were talking Blue Mage, and uh, again, you were the very first, very very first guest in a long line of guest hosts. So, uh, what have you been doing in your time since? Um, I actually quit Blue Mage, which I know a lot of people are kind of shocked about that. But, uh, yeah, I got that reaction a lot. Um, but actually, no, I quit Blue Mage and uh, kind of tapped around every other kind of job and actually found a good home as my 75 monk. Fantastic. Fantastic. How's your mom? Yes, indeed. How is your mom? <laughs> we did get the chance to meet her out at FanFest, or at least um, I did. You did. Yes, I did. And uh, it was it was really great to meet her. It was such a pleasure. How's she doing? She is fantastic. She actually called me like the moment after she got done talking to you and rubbed it in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we expect to see you there next year, Spaz. Oh, of course. Absolutely. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to it. But uh, today, we're going to be talking about the update that just came out today, March 10th, 2008. And uh, a lot of... A lot of new stuff, a lot of surprises in here that uh, that I didn't know were coming and uh, were quite a surprise to me. Kahlo, I'm sure a few to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to, we'll get to it. We <laughs> will get to it indeed. So uh, why don't we start off. Um, now, I don't know about anyone else, but I have been having an atrocious wait time on downloads. I think I'm still sitting there at an hour and a half after about four hours of downloading. I'm finished. <laughs> Are you? I am owned. Uh, I'm, I, I'm. I'm. So, I'm so jealous. Have you? Uh, have you been able to get in at all? Of course not. I'm doing research in the LBR research facility, <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> you sound so exactly. convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Spaz, what about you? Have you even started updating yet? Oh, I started. Got myself up and going. And uh, even my wife looked over, and she's still doing her update. And she was. Uh, Kind of uh, give me an angry look, but oh wow! Either way, on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I can fit. Needless, needless to say, I'm jealous because uh, I'm still stuck in uh, download queue. So, Uh, but let's uh, let's take a look at some of the new stuff that we've got on uh, this March 10th, 2008. All right. Well, why don't we start with some event 
related. Uh, there have been new areas added to Pass Vanadiel. Now, I'm not sure exactly what they are, but um, we got at least the new Beastmen uh, Strongholds and Dominions. So Now, um, now uh, I'm pretty sure that it can be discerned just from what was added to the auto-translate dictionary, which zones were added. And we only got three, and it looks like those are the Beastmen Strongholds. One of them being Bedou, another one being Castle Oz Troja, and the last one, changing the name of uh, what was it originally? Um, um, Devoy. Devoy? Yes. Well, it's now Laval. Which, um, if you are into the lore a little bit, uh, you would know that Devoy actually used to be a, a Sandarian outpost, from what I'm told, and then it was ransacked or taken over by the orcs and uh, uh, called Devoy later after the war, so that's why it's Laval right now. I see. Okay, so those are the three areas that we've got. Uh, now, we don't know how campaign is going to play in these three zones, being that they are Beastman strongholds. So that uh, remains to be seen, but definitely something I'm looking forward to getting into later on this evening. Uh, we also have new quests are available for the areas added into the Wings of the Goddess expansion pact, being the three that we just mentioned. And I'm also to understand that we also got new missions as well. Uh, that's what I'm being told, yep. Um, Arjit, uh, from what uh, I know, he was going to go start them without me, but you can uh, bet your ass that I put my foot down on that subject. <laughs> well, you both better not get ahead of me. So, uh, Roth. Yeah, you better include me <laughs> in your plans. Uh, now, Spaz, you've done a little bit more digging than our research team has been able to do. How many new missions did we get with this update? Um, actually, you're looking at right about two or three, give or take, depending on the nation. I see. So uh, we've got a, a little bit more of a story expansion. I was hoping for a big chunk of story with this one, but uh, maybe maybe the uh, the storyline and the missions are going to be a little bit more involved than the original three that we saw. Right. See, here's my question. All right, because like when Treasures of Ad Ergen comes out in the event related, it says Treasures of Ad Ergen missions have been added, which you know directly affected the storyline. But with Wings of the Goddess, we have two different things. We have quests relating to each of the nations, and then we have our Wings of the Goddess storyline where we met that familiar yet not so character, if anyone's yes. done the three. So because it doesn't say Wings of the Goddess missions, I want to know if missions to that storyline has been added yet. Uh, maybe not. This may just be uh, further storyline expansion within your own nation. As right. we know, some of uh, some of the earlier missions had sub-quests that you had to complete mm -hmm. before being able to move on in the missions. Uh, we may see some of those under the now Kate Sith mission. So, yeah, that does remain to be seen exactly how that's going to play out. Um, so, uh, so, keep it on with the events. Yep. Uh, next, um... The following quests have been added for Dancer and Scholar jobs, and that is their artifact quests. So, going to be seeing uh, some people running around in these skimpy, frilly Dancer outfits and the not-so-well, I guess just as frilly Scholar outfits, but not as bright. <laughs> uh, they've also added the Limit Break quests for uh, Dancer and Scholar, so that now you can go out and uh, beat their respective Matt-ish characters. Indeed. There have been a bunch of changes made to campaign ops. Um, obviously, we haven't had a chance to play, so we only speculate about what they do. But the following weapons have been added. There are siege turrets, belfries, and manalets. Interesting. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. now these uh, these 
uh, these siege turrets are huge. They're like three times bigger than the wyverays, which are like the huge rhinoceros, black rhinoceros looking things that you see in some areas. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, they are huge. That reminds me of some of the things that you see in the opening movie. Oh, that does. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. That does look uh, very similar to what you do see in the opening movie. So uh, maybe a little bit more of an expansion on that. Now, uh, the the Belfry and the the Mantelet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, do we have any speculations as to what either of these may do? There was a previous update that mentioned all three of these before. Well, it wasn't really an update. It was more like a teaser type thing, which I was looking for, but can't seem to find right now. But um, they do mention uh, that one of them has to do with reinforcements. I think that's the uh, Belfry. Okay, I, I found the article that you were uh, talking about. Mm-hmm. And here's the description of the Belfry. Available to both the Allied forces of Altana as well as the Beastman Confederate, the Belfry will become available to armies attacking regions not under their influence once their technological means have reached a predetermined level. Since they house a quote-unquote war bell capable of calling forth reinforcements, it is imperative that players not only protect their Belfries of uh, the Allied forces tooth and nail, but also demolish those of the Beastman Confederate as quickly as possible. So there's uh, a little bit of what kind of seems like a capture the flag element. Now, and this is also where, if you remember, there's also an NPC in each of the nations that you can talk to and sort of asks your opinions on different matters. Before, it didn't really seem like this, you know, um, really did that much for us, but now this is obviously going to come into play a lot more. Yes, this Belfry may seem to be uh, connected with that. There's also, I think, going to be a new status that's added to our campaign maps that tells us the technological level of both our own states, our, the other uh, uh, states in the Allied forces, as well as the states of the Beastman Confederate. And those will also affect the Belfry and the Mantelet. And here's the description of the Mantelet. The Mantelet is also available to both sides. It will be placed at a location that an army is defending once their technological means have reached a predetermined level. The Mantelet's benefits derive from its ability to restore the HP of friendly players within its vicinity. As such, much like the Belfry, they must be defended or destroyed accordingly. So it sounds as if the Belfry is the attacking portion and the Mantelet is the defending portion. Uh, So you're going to see some uh, uh, some different uh, consequences to having each of these items on the uh, campaign battlefield. That way we ain't got to worry about uh, the 50 mages meleeing around us, not healing us anymore. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, system messages reporting the progress of a battle in campaign area have been added. Uh, there's now a chat filter for campaign system mes- messages. The Beastmen Dominions are now accessible as campaign battlefields. Uh, It says that the strength of NPCs, troops, and monsters appearing in campaign have been adjusted. Whether or not that's for the good or the worse, we will find out soon enough. Yeah, I can can tell you, every time I went to uh, Rollinberry Fields and got Striking Bull, if if the uh, attacking Beastman Confederate made it to that uh, particular outpost, they would not last long against those NPCs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They would just mob them. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure what's going to happen is the strength of our NPCs has been taking down, and Jagabon's war machine can now point five shot us. Is would, would would that be better than one shotting? Uh, that that would be that would be better if yeah. uh, if I could take two of them. But <laughs> yeah, um, new freelance characters have been added. Uh, along with these new freelance characters, um, they get new abilities as well as does our unit leaders. Information such as military unit status can now be obtained by st- speaking with certain NPCs, and I, do- I think that that is where we can find out what our technological resources are at, rather than putting something on our campaign minimap. Yeah, possibly. The calculation of enmity for NPCs and monsters in campaign battles is now the same as for player characters. Oh, well, that is good because uh, I, I know that you thing. could, yeah, you could have fifty NPCs on one uh, attacking uh, Confederate force, and then you just do anything. You tap them, you you look at them the wrong way, and they are they, the hate is on you. You shoot a bolt and miss, even after even though he's at fifty percent, and he comes at you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well. That's 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 definitely a good thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Um, the number of temporary items obtainable from the campaign arbiters has been increased, which good. that's great because I've actually never been able to get one before. I'm always out of luck in trying to get them. Uh, new information can be obtained from campaign ops officer NPCs. Um, uh, that's about it. Uh, they they've changed uh, one campaign mission stock and awe supply list has been amended, difficulty level lowered, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, that's about it for campaign. Uh, NPC spectators have been added to chocobo circuits, which may not seem big, but I think that's cool, because I went in there one time when it was really empty, and I'm like, this is lame. They could at least have some NPCs. Yeah. Um, there have been a bunch of changes made to your adventuring fellow. Um, they can't use AoE weapon skills anymore, which is awesome. They won't cast silence on mobs who don't cast spells, which is great. Well, um, well specifically, uh, uh, crabs and beetles, yeah, because they have MP but don't actually cast spells. Right, yeah. Um, and they will take less time to heal their HP and MP. That's great. Yes, yep. Um, uh, I, I use my NPC quite a bit, so I'm looking forward to a lot of those changes. Um, dancers and scholars uh, can now get level 50 RSE harnesses from Brigade the Stylist Returns, which is the um, Sacrarium Subligar quest. Mm hmm. Uh, characters below level 20 can no longer mine in areas such as Newton Movilopolis, Mount Zalom, Holvung, Guzgen Mines, or Ifrit's Cauldron. So we're looking to cut back on a little bit of RMT mining, it seems. Yep, that, that looks like that's an RMT countermeasure. Um, again, too, uh, following in, in the same tracks, uh, changes have been implemented for a number of quests. The level requirements have been added to uh, certain quests in the past areas, which give um, some pretty desirable items that sell pretty decently on the A. So, this way you can't make a level 1 character, do the quest, go and sell it, and then repeat. Gotcha. Uh, And finally, which I was actually complaining about this literally yesterday, is there armor set storing NPCs in the past nations? There are not, but now there is. Yay. So, uh, taking a look at some of the battle-related changes, we're looking at some new notorious monsters uh, being added to the Wings of the Goddess areas. Now, uh, do we know what any of these notorious monsters are? Have we heard anything? The only thing that uh, I've seen uh, thus so far has been the sandworm notorious monsters. So, I'm curious what these new notorious monsters are going to be. 
I've had a chance to actually um, talk around with some of the other uh, players, had had a look at some of the new features that have come with this update, and there's actually a, uh, a long list of unconfirmed names of monsters that were found actually in the DAT files. So we can only assume at this point exactly if those are notorious monsters or even what they drop. So at this point in time, you know, there is a lot of unconfirmed lists out there on the internet, but, you know, give it a day or two and we'll have that confirmed. Very interesting. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. Also, the location of certain monsters has been changed in the following areas. East Ronfair, uh, under Shadow Lord rule. These are all pass zones. These are all under Shadow Lord rule. So we've got East Ronfair, Juckner Forest, North Gustaberg, Grauberg, uh, Fort Kagero Nagaro, and Marifatad Mountains. A maximum limit has been placed on the total amount of bonus attack speed that can be gained from a combination of spells, abilities, and items. Take now, that, Dark Knights and Samurais. Yeah. Now, now, this is uh, a little bit disappointing, and, and also we don't know what that has changed to. Now, has it been increased? Has it been decreased? How much? Uh, well, it has definitely been capped. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Um, so, again, we don't, we cannot confirm anything uh, as to the what the limit is or what the cap is. Um, or, you know, uh, but uh, but definitely uh, we will be. Uh, looking to that towards the future, I know that this is something that I'm greatly interested in. Kahlo, I'm sure that you're greatly interested. Uh, I'm not c- too concerned about it. Um, I mean, I mean, as far as haste gear and then the spell haste goes is about as far as I'll ever get. And I don't think that they would go so far as to cap it that low. I think that the people who should be concerned, obviously, are Dark Knights with Desperate Blows, Hassos, Haste, Haste Bonuses, Soul Voices, or even, someone mentioned uh, the Rune Choppers, which have a latent effect of, uh, I believe, some type of Haste, and uh, Dark Knights dual-wield those to get even more attack speed. So. I don't know. I don't know. I just uh, I I do not have any of that haste gear, and uh, I'm not geared to that. So uh, it's it's not a huge concern of mine at the moment. But uh, we will be monitoring that closely. Uh, the duration of immobility experienced by recipients of healing magic has been significantly reduced. Essentially, what they're telling us is they've gotten rid of cure locking. Uh, previously, a player receiving a cure spell from another character. Immediately after selecting an attack command would be frozen in place until the effect of the healing spell was complete. And it wasn't even the effect of the spell. It was the literal on-screen effect that it had to be finished. The animation had to be finished before you could begin attacking. That has been, uh, as they said, significantly reduced. So that's definitely a good thing there. Uh, The chance to resist damage from skill chains has been adjusted. Now, I'm assuming that this is uh, mobs resisting damage from skill chains. Trying to push the uh, the black mage to get back into parties a little bit more. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, when receiving weapon-enhancing spell effects from another party member, the additional damage caused will depend on the caster's enhancing magic skill. Magic accuracy for these spells has also been adjusted. Now, is that scholar spells? Because the only... Like, it's... It- when I think of weapon-enhancing spell effects from other party members that do damage, I immediately think dancers, but those are job abilities, not enhancing magic. 
Correct. Summoner. Summoner has, like, Ramu's uh, Rolling Thunder. Gives you End Thunder. Ah, okay. Speaking of, there's also the End spells of Red Mages. Very true. Now, moving on, the process for calculating absorb spell resist has been adjusted. Now, this is something that I'm very excited about. Absorb spells that previously did not take effect when resisted will now take effect in the case of partial resists below a certain percentage. However, partially resisted spells will have their durations reduced. And also, absorb spells will fail to take effect in case of a complete resist. Now, before, it was an absorbed spell was all or nothing. Either it went or it didn't. Now, it will at least have some partials, uh, and and it doesn't sound like their effects have been reduced, but their durations are reduced. That sounds good for Dark Knights, definitely. Indeed, indeed. And also, Dark Knights get a new spell, but there have been a host of new spells that have been released. Uh, the first three are all white mage and all level 53 spells, and they are recall spells for Jugner, Pashlau, and Marifatad Mountains. Now, we can only assume, and from some of the dat digging that people have done, we found out that these are recalls, these are uh, uh, much like teleports to the past areas of Jugner, Pashlau, and Marifatad Mountains. That would definitely help uh, a lot of people who take a lot of uh, time in campaign, such as myself. You're going to see uh, white mages starting to get a little bit more income from that, too, because walking out to certain um, cavernous maws, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is really annoying. Yes, yes, it can be. And those are the ones that are the most annoying, from mm-hmm. what I can recall. Mm-hmm. Let's just Indeed. hope that the uh, the quests to get them aren't as annoying as some of the teleport quests. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Although, you know, with uh, with these with these three spells, uh, uh, we've seen the uh, teleport NPCs that hang out in our uh, past zones, in our city zones. Well, with the addition of these three spells and the new black mage spells could we see this npc start to disappear i don't think so because actually with uh with the black mage spell which is called retrace black mage level 55 when it's cast on you you get teleported to the past nation that you're aligned with so with that i mean from there you can go to any area um in the past other than just the three so people might actually be looking more for black mages to cast retrace than they will white mages to cast recalls yeah a little bit more of an income too i mean white mages don't get to have all the fun now about time (laughs) indeed um but uh in any case there are some uh, definite warp spells uh that that'll definitely dispel a lot of the uh, speculation around what these new teleport and warp spells are going to be they're definitely going to be involved with past areas and here they are so um uh, on top of that dark knight got a new spell now this was a surprise nobody was really expecting this they hadn't talked about this but we got absorb accuracy uh which as any dark knight knows accuracy can be a big problem Especially with the slow weapons, like that big old sword, or that 
bulky scythe or whatever else you want to come up with. Indeed. No. Now, the question is, Annie, are you going to be able to sub out some of your accuracy gear and put in maybe more attack gear since you're absorbing accuracy? I did that after I started meriting Greatsword. I don't mm. have that much accuracy gear anymore, to be truthful. Ah, all right, cool. But uh, it definitely lends to you know uh, you know dark magic uh, plus uh, magic attack plus and even some of these new uh, absorb. Uh, uh, Absorb Plus uh, pieces of gear that we see with this new update. There's only one, uh, and then on top of that, the only other Absorb equipment is Dark Knight JSE. But um, the the, the Absorb spells may uh, prove to be even more critical for Dark Knight than they have in the past. I know that I constantly stress Absorb spells for Dark Knights, but uh, but yet, uh, for some reason, they don't get used as much as uh, I think they should now there have been uh, uh two more uh uh additions to the spell list scholar gets a new spell at level 46 called kilma form yep it increases the magic accuracy for spells of the same element as the current weather oh okay uh-huh. all right so uh there's your little bit of geomancer influence there uh, additionally, the Monami Ichi spell has been uh, added for uh, ninjas at level 25, and I'm assuming that we'll see a knee spell for this eventually. But this is the long-awaited ninja sneak spell, I do believe. And I can use it well subbed. No more oils for me. Yes, yes. That is a big relief to ninja subbers everywhere. But that does mean more tools for you. Yeah, but tools tend to be a lot less expensive. And also, on top of that, uh, the ninja tool that it's going to be using is the Sanjaku Tengui. And I hope that I pronounced that somewhere close to correctly. I know... Close enough for me. Yeah, yeah, it is close enough for me. Yeah. Uh, the duration of the following abilities has been adjusted to two hours. The light arts and the dark arts, and also finishing move. I'm not too learned in the ways of the scholar, so I'm not exactly sure what this does for them. Because I thought that their two-hour ability was uh, Tabula Rasa. Yes, yes, but it says um, the duration, duration of the fall. Oh, duration. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, so... That means less spamming of the arts and more focusing on what you have to do. Yeah, I, 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 so. I think that that's uh, more along the lines for people who sub it, for example. If you're a white mage subbing scholar, you're not going to need dark arts as much. So instead of recasting light arts every five or ten minutes or however long the you duration used to be, you just put it up and it's up. Gotcha. Okay. Um, now, this is something that... Uh, now, our, our next episode that you're going to hear on Limit Break Radio is uh, episode 30 with uh, Max, and it's our warrior episode. And uh, uh, this the the, uh, the episode was recorded before the update, so we're not going to be covering this new warrior job ability, but warriors did get a new job ability. Uh, it is called Retaliation, and it allows you to counterattack, but it reduces 
reduces your movement speed. Uh, now, uh, at the rate at which you counterattack is still yet to be determined, but it sounds like a great, great job ability for when you're doing just about anything. Uh, what the recast is, I don't know. Do, do, do any of you guys know? Have we uh, been able to figure that out? Nope. Um, I haven't been able to figure it out, but one theory that um, some debt diggers have been kind of tossing around is you see all these pieces of armor that have counter plus one or counter plus anything, and they're wondering if that is actually going to affect into this. That's a that's a very good point. That's it a very, very good could. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that uh, then gives them the ability to counterattack like monks. Yeah. yeah. Either way, whether you're samurai sub or ninja sub, this definitely adds to your survivability when um, going head-to-head with a mob or tanking or whatever situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely soloing helps. And uh, basically, any time that the mob is looking at you or hitting you, um, this is definitely a very, very good uh, ability. Yeah, so hopefully now in merit parties, warriors won't be so scared of me TAing onto them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, speaking of thief abilities, you guys got a new bil- ability called Collaborate. We got kind of a new ability. G- Kahlo, do you want to elaborate yeah. for us? Uh, we got a new job ability called Collaborator. Steals 25% of the target party member's enmity and redirects it to the thief. Wait a minute, that sounds familiar... Yes. Just like Accomplice steals 50%, this is basically like half of an Accomplice, and it shares the recast time with Accomplice. So, I'm, I'm not really excited about it at all. Um, it's in more fact, like a temporary fix. Well, see, even... That's the thing. Accomplice, you know, I never got to do my Accomplice, um, my Accomplice rant, but Accomplice is sort of the same thing, too. If you're going up against a good tank... Using Accomplice isn't going to, like, plant the Enmity on you forever, because as we know, Enmity is constantly going up and down in Final Fantasy XI, so even half of the Enmity doesn't really last that long. 25% of the Enmity is, is with, you know, a tank should be like, okay, the mob moves for a second, and then looks back, and you're thinking, okay, well, that's, you know, a good amount of time for a ninja to recast his shadow, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, in all the times that I've used Accomplice, it hasn't been like a general thing like, oh, he needs help getting his shadows up, here you go. It's been like, you know, crap, I have like a split second to use Accomplice, oh, I missed it. Hmm. You know, there's a couple times in Dynamis where uh, I've saved a warrior or two, but then there was uh, the other day when I was fighting Unger that I Ninja went down way too quick for me to use it. So what I would have liked to see is maybe we have this 50% for helping tanks out and then give us 100% enmity uh, steal for helping out like uh, when you're planning something. Like, okay, you know, the White Mage is going to pop Divine Seal Kiraga 4 when, you know, this NM Astral Flow is at that point. The Thief will accomplish and then the Paladin can cover or something. You know, that way 100% for when you can plan something and then 50% for when you have to make a split second save. Uh, we don't know again what level collaborator is uh, going to be introduced at. So that um, actually, something to do with it. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, give me one second. Um, I think I have the answer to that. 
I was imagining a lower level than accomplice. Right, yeah, kind of like a mini accomplice until you get accomplice later on. So, um, what level do you get accomplice? Uh, you get accomplice at level 65. Uh, I'm being told that the thief ability is 38 plus, so that uh, okay. people can't. Plus. Yep, so you can't uh, sub it for tanking. Sorry, guys, you already have our sneak attack and trick attack. You don't get nothing else. Okay, well, at least uh, you can't you can't complain about that then, at least. I hey, suppose. The research Center actually researching something, right? Here's huh, Roth, that's funny, Spaz. Uh, and he's researching Thief. <laughs> yeah, of course. There we go. Um, the following changes have been made to the Beastmaster job. The recast time for the job ability reward has been reduced from 3 minutes to a minute and 30 seconds. In accordance with this change, Group 1 Merit Point Abilities Reward recasts have been reduced from 6 seconds to 3 seconds. There have also been new pet foods that have been introduced. The uh, pet Roborant and the pet Poltrice. And uh, again, don't know what... <laughs> Those do. Those sound like gourmet meals for your for your pets. I like I like the one pet Robo Rant. That's <laughs> that that one I like quite particularly. Um, now this one is very interesting. Uh, the new there is a new samurai job ability. And it's nasty. It's definitely an interesting ability. The new samurai job ability is called Sekinoki, and it limits the TP cost of the next weapon skill to 100. Now, if you remember in a previous update when uh, uh, Square Enix actually mentioned that uh, they were going to introduce something along these lines because samurais get TP so quickly that usually they're, solo wep they're soloing weapon skills while skill chaining. So what they're hoping to do with this is while they may be waiting around for their skill chain partner to gather TP, this way they can maybe throw in an odd skill chain with some other person in the party as well. Well, it just sounds like self-skill chaining madness to yeah. me. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking basically it's just like the Samurai 2 hour, except a more of a dulled-down version, and it doesn't just give you the TP. So it'll definitely help making solo skill chains a lot better, therefore setting up the Black Mages. Indeed. Now, the question remains, if you use Sakunoki, if, if you're at 300... And since it limits the TP cost of your next weapon skill to 100, will the weapon skill that goes off at 300 count as a weapon skill, have the same modifiers as a weapon skill going off at 300, or will it have the same modifiers as a weapon skill going off at 100? Well, if you're using a Hagen, then I guess it doesn't really matter because you're all, you'll be doing a lot of damage regardless. <laughs> it sounds pretty ridiculous. But uh, samurais out there everywhere, I'm sure, are ecstatic about that. And we're probably going to have somebody testing it by the end of the night. Absolutely. So uh, definitely make sure to uh, look for those results. Uh, also, a Wyvern's attributes will now increase in correspondence to the amount of experience gained from the moment the Wyvern is summoned. Uh, additionally, this increase will not be affected by experience gained from campaign, besieged, 
or items, and also a wyvern's attributes will be reset to the original values whenever the wyvern is KO'd, dismissed, or changing areas. Now, this is definitely very interesting for dragoons, and I was discussing this with uh, Irufalian earlier about how this changes dragoons. It just sounds like if you're in one zone, one camp for a long time, and you've got it just sounds like it beefs up your wyvern over time. And those little cute things are going to be just completely murdering everything in its path now. Yeah, uh, I, I think that uh, Square Enix is looking for ways to increase the usefulness of wyverns for dragoons. This definitely says a lot for uh, their soloing potential as well. Absolutely. Now, again... The wyvern's attributes will be reset to their original values when a wyvern is KO, dismissed, or is changing areas. So, so you can't be reckless. Right, right. Yeah, you can't be reckless. You um, and and it did, did not say that it will that uh, their original attributes have been adjusted. So there's no reason to even think that um, their attributes will be less than what they were. They should still be what the same as what they were, and just see an, a gradual increase over time. Uh, a new summoner job ability has been introduced: Elemental Siphon. Now this drains MP from your summoned spirit, and it is only effective on spirits summoned by the summoner. And this is not summons. This is elemental spirits. No avatar, just a little dark elemental, light elemental, whatever you have following you around. Which means they finally have a use. Correct, yes. Now, um, I I would obviously assume that you uh, you would pop an elemental spirit uh, use elemental siphon uh, to uh, now at the rate that you regain MP again, still yet to be seen. I would hope that uh, for summoner's sake that it would be substantial. Well, well, what you have to realize here is with this, you know, you're probably thinking, all right, so I just need one elemental, but the effect of it probably is determined. For example, if it's fire's day and it's fire's weather, you're probably going to get more uh, MP from siphoning your fire spirit as opposed to a wind or water spirit. Uh, now, several new blue magic spells have been introduced. Now, Spaz, you are, uh, well, I guess now a former blue mage. Uh, can you tell us anything about these new spells? Yes, I can. Um, first of all, there were five of them that they uh, came out today, um, one of which is Sand Spray. It delivers a threefold attack. Um, the additional effect that also comes with that is Weakens Defense. Now, the chance of effect varies with TP, of course. So this will definitely help, especially you know when you're in an EHP party, because Weakened Defense also you know comes in handy all the time. Um, next one is uh, Corrosive Ooze which is water damage, plus it weakens the attack, and it weakens the defense of the mob. So, again, that's also going to be a good one to learn. Uh, Spiral Spin is an additional effect that lowers accuracy. I'm not quite sure if it does any uh, actual damage to the mob or not, but I'd still be looking for that because its lower accuracy can help in a lot of situations. As are in claws, which delivers a six-fold damage attack. You know, I would definitely go out and uh, make a point to get that one. Oh yeah, that sounds like that could be a lot of damage right there. Sounds oh, yeah. like one of the blue mage's big damage spells from now on. 
Oh yeah, especially if you, um, we don't know the modifiers of any of these spells, keep in mind, but once, you know, you find out exactly what that is, I'm pretty sure Zern Claws is going to be one of the, uh, the blue favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and last but not least, Regurgitation. Sounds kind of gross, but it does damage and knockback effect. It also has a chance of binding the mob. Well, fantastic. Those, uh, those all sound like great additions to the Blue Magic arsenal. And uh, I'm sure that uh, Blue Mages everywhere are ecstatic and uh, looking for where to learn those spells. And uh, unfortunately, we don't have that information. Um, but uh, there have been some changes that have been made to their Corsair job. Now, this is really interesting. The recast for the job ability Quick Draw has been changed to a quote-unquote charge system. Similar to Dances. Yes, indeed. Each use of the Quick Draw ability consumes one charge, with charges being regained over time. When using the uh, slash recast text command, it is necessary to nominate a specific shot such as slash recast fire shot so all of you corsairs out there definitely make sure to update your macros uh this command will display the amount of time remaining until a new charge will be generated as well as the current number of charges available also uh continuing with the corsair adjustments there have been two new phantom rules that have been introduced each for the jobs that have been added with wings of the goddess dancer's role uh corsair level 61 and scholar's role corsair level 64 have been introduced to their uh their abilities several new automaton weapon skills have been introduced and they haven't said much more than that uh spaz do you have any information about those um actually no i do not uh, a lot of the dat diggers are still kind of trying to find out exactly what they uh, what they mean by that so i mean it could be something very good it could be something kind of a letdown so it's still kind of up in the air all right. Well, we also have some changes and adjustments to both Dancer and Scholar. Uh, the following have been uh, changed. The recast time for all waltzes will now be reduced to six seconds while under the effect of the job ability trance. Which is the, the two hour. Yes. The effect of attributes on waltzes will now be calculated differently depending on whether the dancer is set as the main job or as the support job. Uh, Now, this is definitely going to be changing how dancers' uh, effectiveness as a sub-job, as we discussed a little bit in episode 30, it's going to be changing the viability of that as a sub-job. Now, we hope that it hasn't changed much because the effectiveness of having dancers subbed is substantial uh it is a very very effective sub not only for uh for soloing but for small party situations as well uh an accuracy bonus will now be applied to steps when the dancer is set as the main job now that's definitely uh an added bonus considering how key accuracy and tp are to dancers Uh, additionally the durations of job abilities haste samba Asper Samba 2 and Drain Samba 3 have been increased. Uh, so that's definitely a plus. Kalo! Uh, Kalo, guess what? What? Guess what? What? I, I was playing Final Fantasy Brotherhood uh, Battle, 
it just came out, and um, I unlocked Kane, the, the Dragoon, you know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. He's got the, he's got the little. Yeah, the, yep, yep. He jumps. <laughs> jumps. He's a good jumper. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Juxta's well, doing much research. No, he, he's not. We're we're doing limit breaking news. We're talking about the new update that just came out. Oh yeah, that was sucks. There's no red mage stuff. Kind of lame. Oh, I see. I see. Just because yeah. it didn't have red mage stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's keeping him out of my hair. So I'm gonna go unlock Terra now. You have fun with that. Yeah, you gotta fry <laughs> 50 Magitek soldiers to unlock her, so it's, it's gonna be rough, but I'm gonna do it. Hey, bye bye. Bye. Have fun with that. You know, earlier I heard him and I was worried that he was in the research center. Well, but well, it's, now... it's good to know that he's not in there. At least we're not getting false information. Yeah. <laughs> Research center hiring. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you work for free? <laughs> um. Now, additionally, the following changes have been made to the scholar job. The maximum number of charges for the job ability stratagems has been adjusted. At level ten, you will be able to activate one charge. At level thirty, you will have charges at level 53 charges and level 74 charges uh the time required to regain one charge now varies depending on the maximum number of possible charges for example if you are between level levels 10 and 30 your maximum number of charges to you is one the time to regain one charge is four minutes between levels 30 and 50 when you have the maximum available two charges your time to regain one charge is reduced to two minutes uh, between 50 and 70 when you have a maximum of three charges, the time to regain one charge is reduced to one minute and 20 seconds. And at level 70, when you have access to your whopping four charges, the time to regain one charge will be reduced to one minute. The following scholar job abilities have also been introduced. At level 35, they will now get a job ability known as sublimation. This job ability stores MP while reducing HP. The effect ends once the MP limit is reached, the HP is too low or you are attacked. Stored MP is gained when the ability is reactivated. So basically what this sounds like is a convert over time. It's a progressive convert. Oh, and I just noticed that since it's level 35, it might help other jobs like the mage jobs be able to get back some MP as well. Indeed, indeed. Now, uh, additionally, there were a couple of other job abilities that uh, that were introduced to Scholar. Addendum, which is a white-based ability at level 10, allows access to additional white magic spells while using light arts. What exactly those spells are, we don't know yet. Uh, or do we? Spaz, have you, uh, have you figured that one out yet? Um, again, it's strictly speculation. Um, the dot, the dat diggers are still working hard to kind of uncover the many mysteries of you know this particular uh, part of the update. I mean, they've heard of stuff as to getting the white magic spells actually earlier 
than what you're supposed to have actually learned them, as well as possibility of learning white magic um, that you actually aren't even supposed to have with this ability. So again, there's many theories up in the air. Um, you know, just you know, keep it tuned, and we'll uh, have something for you in the later future. Uh, now, one of uh, one of the spells that I know has been talked about that uh, has been a drawback for uh, black mages not being able to uh, use scho- uh, scholar as a sub has been uh, the access to stone skin. So maybe this will uh, uh, change that and and maybe give access to stone skin. Now, additionally, there is another uh, addendum for black that was added for level thirty, and it allows access to additional black magic spells while using dark arts. So basically, it's the same thing as Addendum White, uh, just for black magic. Uh, Scholars will now be able to cast additional white and black magic spells using the new job abilities Addendum White and Addendum Black. Uh, These additional spells will be added to a Scholar's magic list after being acquired, but will only be selectable while under the effect of Addendum White or Addendum Black. Uh, Scholars have also gained the job trait Conserve MP, which uh, I I can only assume will be a great help to them. Uh, Spells cast during the effect of the job abilities Ascension or Manifestation will now only cost double the MP instead of triple. Now, I have no idea what Ascension or Manifestation do, so uh, I have no idea how this affects anything. Um, Basically, what that does is that makes a single uh, spell such as Stone Skin, for example. Uh, typically, Stone Skin is only for yourself. Whereas, if you use Ascension, um, because Ascension is for the white magic aspect of it, it turns it from only yourself into a party AoE. So, kind of a party buff. So, your Stone Skin, instead of being just for you, it becomes a Stone Skin Guh. And. Uh, yeah, and manifestation is the exact same thing and turns, you know, a uh, a black magic spell into an AOE as well. I see. Like I shock see. spikes go. And, yeah. I, and I read that wrong. You were right. It's uh, not ascension. It is a session. Uh, so just thought I'd... Uh nip that one in the bud before uh, we got any complaints about that. Uh, The (laughs) casting time, recast time, and the duration of the following spells has been adjusted. Sandstorm, Rainstorm, Windstorm, Firestorm, Hailstorm, Thunderstorm, Voidstorm, and Aurastorm. Light Arts will now also increase the Enfeebling Magic skill. That's definitely a bonus. And Scholar Job Abilities now have unique status icons, which are a uh, black tone and a white tome, it seems. Um, uh, additionally, an issue wherein summon spirits had incorrect attributes has been a cha- has been uh, addressed, and also an issue wherein the effect of a successful use of the provoke ability during a conflict match was not being properly displayed has been also addressed. So uh, that uh, that kind of wraps it up for the battle-related adjustments. Why don't we take a look at some of the item-related adjustments that we got? Um, for items, we have new pieces of equipment, um, which is quite a list. 
why don't we talk about uh, some of the equipment that's been added? Now, most notably, it's going to be the Dancer and the Scholar Artifact gear. The rest of the gear, it looks like, is either, you know, some kind of droppable pieces uh, seem kind of scattered in there, but there also are some uh, some campaign equipment that are put in there as well. But the ones that have been greatly anticipated are arguably the Dancer and the Scholar Artifact. So let's take a look at those. Right. Well, let's start with the Dancer. You know, first of all, um, at uh, level 52, you're going to get your hands. Now, one thing that you're going to love about this is that they have HP plus 12, Dex plus 2, Agility plus 2, but it also increases the step accuracy. Yes, that is, uh, that's definitely a, a big bonus, um, and especially the Dex and the Agility. It's something that's, uh, that's so needed for a lot of those uh, um, uh, dagger-based weapon skills. Oh, yeah. Now, at, uh, at 54, you get your head, um, which is a little tiara. It's kind of cool. Um, HP 10, Charisma plus 4, Enmity minus 2, and it increases the Samba duration. Again, fantastic piece. Yes. Um, at 56, you're going to get your feet, which is just your dance, your shoes, uh, HP plus 7, attack plus 5, evasion plus 5, and increases the jig duration. I like this because a lot of my dancers' friends have been telling me that the uh, the spectral jig that gives you invis and sneak you know, it doesn't really last that long, so I'm, I'm thinking that this will definitely help out. Indeed, indeed. Um, at 58, you'll have the uh, the legs, which is your tights. There's HP 10, Charisma 3, Accuracy plus 3, and Enmity minus 1. That Accuracy 3 is definitely going to help out. Absolutely, absolutely. When TP is so essential, the Accuracy is definitely going to be a plus. Alright, and now, in my opinion, the best beast for all of Dancers, the body at level 60, HP plus 20, Strength plus 2, Dex plus 2, Waltz Potency plus 10%, and Enmity minus 2. Now that Waltz Potency plus 10% is a huge modifier. Oh yeah. That is going to definitely affect and shape the way that dancers play, and, and especially how they gear themselves. Uh, dancers' cask is definitely going to be a necessary piece for dancers to have. Uh, I'd also like to point out, too, that the dancers' AF weapon actually breaks the trend of uh, weapons you know, being main hand. It's actually a throwing weapon that gives charisma plus three. Well, that's definitely a uh, off the beaten path there. Indeed, indeed. But uh, also, again, a, a welcome change, Kahlo, I'm sure to you that they're not cutting into your uh, into your dagger and into your uh, you know into your territory. You know, I, w- I was a little upset at first that you know they got dancing edge and shark bite, which have always been thief only weapon skills. But if you're a dancer using weapon skills and not using your TP to benefit your party, then GG to you. Absolutely. Something's definitely wrong. Yep. Now, taking a look at uh, the Scholar AF. Yeah, Scholars, you're going to have, at 52, you're going to have your hands. Um, Mine plus 3, MP plus 15, MDV minus 2, and Spell Interruption Rate down 20%. That 20%, again, a huge modifier. Uh, Yeah, uh, the Black Mages have the same thing on their feet, too. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. At uh, 54, you're going to have your Scholar's Loafers, which are your feet. Not to be confused with Nikes. Um, MP, MP plus 15, MDD minus 2. And you have your Grimoire Reduces Spellcasting Time. No, it seems like Scholars have so much already to reduce their spellcasting time and to conserve their MP. Now, this really just helps them do what they already do really well more effectively. Exactly. Now, at 56, you're going to have your legs, your spiffy little pants there. MP plus 20, Amnity minus 1, and enhances light artifacts. Now, I'm not sure exactly how it actually enhances it, if it makes it more potent, but it does enhance it, so that's always a welcome. Mm-hmm. At 58, you're going to have your body, which is uh, your mind plus 1, intelligence plus 1, MP plus 13, and enhances the dark arts effect. Now, again, we, we don't know exactly how that's going to affect it, if it's going to you know, affect potency or whatever, but you know it's definitely a welcome plus. And then last but not least, you're going to have your headpiece, which is your mortarboard hat. Basically, it looks like a little graduation thing. Um, intelligence plus 4, MP plus 15, and enhances sublimation effect. And I'd like to point out, too, that um, on the wiki, we already have a screenshot of the War Hoop, which is the Dancer AF weapon. So someone's already completed the quest, but there's no information yet on the Scholar AF weapon. Oh, okay. So that uh, definitely remains to be seen. Um, as well as with the dancer and the artifact armor, um, new synthesis recipes have been added. Now we don't have a full list of those yet, but uh, you know, give it time and everyone will know those. Um, I have been told, actually, uh, Arjit said that one of the new uh, synthesis recipes in regards to cooking includes pizza. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Uh, you know, they promised us a cheese sandwich out at FanFest. I'm still waiting for them to deliver on that yeah. one. Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, as well as with items, a tool bag for carrying large quantities of the uh, Senjaku Tengue, um, which is basically your ninja tools for a sneak, yeah. um, has been added. So that's definitely also a plus. Now, also, now with this update, you're going to have three, not just two anymore, but three EXP bonus rings. The new one is called the Emperor Band, which has the exact same type of ruling in that it's an enchantment. Um, however, you can only own one of the uh, one of the three bands at a time: the Empress, the Chariot, or the Emperor. Now, the one thing that makes the Emperor Band so different is that instead of having the typical seven charges, it has only three charges this time. Mm-hmm. It is it is a sixteen hour recast, but you get a fifty percent. EXP bonus to that. Yeah, and that's really fantastic. And the maximum bonus is also 2,000, and uh, the maximum duration is 210 minutes. So all around, this ring seems to be a whole lot better, but it only has those three charges. It seems like this may be aimed at uh, at endgame, possibly. Those people who are, are constantly seeing city zones instead of somebody who, you know, will camp out a lower level area, uh, you know, such as uh, uh, Crawler's Nest or Garlage Citadel or one of those. Right. Uh, Arjit pointed out that, uh, you know, I mentioned that the maximum bonus for the Emperor Band is, you know, double that of the Empress Band, which is usually the uh, the choice for most uh, people in XP parties. Mm-hmm. And if you're just going in one sitting, 
even up to three sittings in one week, then the Emperor Band is definitely going to be your band of choice, but you only recharge once a week, so if you use more than three charges, you're going to get more use and more uh, XP out of the Emperor's Band. That's true. For less true. points, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's definitely something to keep in mind. Absolutely. Um, Keeping going with the items, uh, one thing that I personally was looking forward to this is the um, the fact that all the special items and uh, furniture can now be stored by speaking to specific NPCs. So, in my opinion, that's a big one because you get stuff like your dream boots, your festival doll, your snowman mage, your snowman miner, snowman knight. All those uh, rare EX furniture items as well as those um, um, rare EX items that you get from like the fan festivals can now start being stored yeah. uh, at specific NPCs. Yeah, yeah, when I first got my dream boots because I was trying to get the, the furniture, I couldn't store them. And it seems like when you first come out with those that making them storable would be you know a step to take as they come out but yeah well you know better late than never in my opinion um i know it'll definitely free up some space for me exactly i'm just about to say that um the fee structure for obtaining and altering mannequins has been reduced yes a lot of people are excited about this um the price for your second mannequin and onwards has gone from 250k to 100k Calo doesn't have to waste gill anymore. That's a 150k difference, folks. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty intense. Indeed. Uh, mm-hmm. Now the cost to change your mannequin to that of another race has gone from 10k to 2k. So it's not that big of a difference, you know, in terms of you know petty cash, but still, you know, it's a difference. I want my 8k back. <laughs> it adds up. <laughs> it really does add up. Um, the cost to change your mannequin's pose has gone from 1k to 200 gil. So by all means, you know, make them have a new pose every day if you want. Indeed, indeed. Uh, there has been new items. The, uh, there's actually a soul cap and a lunar cap. Now, both of these caps are actually special gifts brought to you by the Adventure Recruitment Program. So it's just, you know, definitely kind of nice. They do have some special stats on them, including giving regen effect. So, you know, if you're if you have a buddy, by all means, bring them on in and help you and help them out that way. You know, mm-hmm. I've been I've been wanting to get someone into the recruitment program because there's actually a really cool uh, model airship that you can get from being in the recruitment program that I really yeah. want. Yes. I need to go find somebody to recruit. Well, you can recruit me. You're already playing. Well, you can recruit me. I'll quit, and then you can recruit me. Deal. Okay. <laughs> Something tells me you guys aren't really thinking this through. Probably not, but I'm a Taru. I'm, I'm cute. I can get away with it. There you go. Okay. So uh, that, I think, takes care of uh, most of the item-related uh, uh, issues. Now let's take a look at some of the system-related stuff that uh, we are going to see with this update. Okay. Uh, one big thing that... Uh was a huge, huge impact that people were loving is the uh, the fact that now the battle music is not strictly for melee anymore or people that are always engaged. Um, playing Black Mage, I know that I always have to just sit back out of you know the attack mode and I would never hear the battle music. Well, now they made it so where if you are in the same party and that party is actually engaged to a monster, you do not have to hit attack to hear that battle music. All you have to do is be within, the, within a, uh, a basically a ranged attack uh, vicinity in order yep. to hear it. Yep. 
Uh, I'm sure that's going to help white mages, you know, instead of just the normal uh, pressure of seeing HP go down, now you have this overbearing, you know, music pushing you, saying you gotta go quicker, gotta go quicker, they're in dire need of you. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling it's a little better? Why do I have a feeling that this is somehow going to backfire? But... I know that I'm going to be looking forward to that. I've had enough of sitting in places where there's dead silence as my party's beating something up or getting beaten up. Now, um, also, um, there has been a, another huge change with the Play Online services. Um, one of which is the fact that you can actually uh, store your macros and your map markers online. So you don't have to worry about going between, you know, if you have a PlayStation or an Xbox and then you go into the PC, you don't have to set those macros anymore. They are stored online. Yeah, yeah, and that helps a lot. I know that, uh, at least for me, I've got three separate systems on which I play Final Fantasy XI. So uh, I, I am much acquainted with rewriting my macros. And this will be a big help for, you know, people who are hanging out. Uh, we had Adamus hanging out here at the LBR studio not too long ago and uh, had he uh, you know had, had this been in effect while he was visiting he wouldn't have had to spend you know uh, 30 minutes rewriting his dancer macros to uh, to show <laughs> off his awesome dancer so um, but uh, but yeah this is a huge and also I might add a very welcome change oh, yes. uh, uh, and and helps everyone out um, now uh, here's here's how you are able to access the you know the saving and the loading of your configuration. Um, what you're going to do on the PlayStation is actually going to be the L1 button and the L3 button together. For Xbox 360 owners, you're going to have to be the left shoulder button and the left stick button. And for keyboard, that's Shift, Alt, Control, and B. Not to be confused with Control-Alt-Delete. That's just bad. Yeah, avoid that. <laughs> now, once you've actually saved it, you may be asking yourself, okay, I've saved it now, how do I load it? Well, for PlayStation, you're going to be hitting the R1 and R3 button. For Xbox 360 owners, you're going to be doing the right shoulder button, as well as the right stick button. Now, for PC users, you're going to be using the Shift, Alt, Control, and R. Now, let's say you saved one and then you loaded it. Well, you're still going to have that configuration saved on the Play Online uh, servers. So, basically, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to delete that configuration if, for whatever reason, you want to put on another one. And, you know, deleting it is just as easy. What you're going to do is actually uh, go on the PlayStation 360 or PC, whichever one you're using. PS2 is going to be R1. L2, R3, and L3 button. Xbox 360 is going to be R2, L2, right stick button, and left stick button. Keyboard is going to be Shift, Alt, Control, and D. If, if none of that fails, I mean, if none of that works, pick up your keyboard and slap the game full. Also, in addition to the macros and the map markers, um, you can also store two other things 
in your uh, on the Play Online server, and that is actually your history for your chats. So, like your tell histories, you can actually save a conversation. That's actually pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, the the second thing that you do is also the item display sorting data for the bid option on the auction menu. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. So you can kind of keep track on uh, on what items are actually uh, if they're going up or down and progressing. Uh, I think that's what it is. Is whenever you know, whenever you make a new mule and then go to the auction house and open something up, you have to go and like sort it by level or. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you have to resort it. Yeah. Right. I think that's what it means. So that way, you know, whenever you go to a new computer or, again, a, a mule, you don't have to keep resorting every time you come into something else and you're looking for what it is you need. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Now, um, for storage locations, it is it is possible to store configuration data on the Play Online servers, um, in addition to your game machine's own hard disk drive. Um, up to four slots are available on your hard disk drive for this purpose, while one slot is only available on their server. So that's where the deleting configuration would actually come into play. Right. Um, Play Online has also bumped up their uh, their settings a, a little bit too. The maximum number of screenshots that can be stored has increased from 99 to 200. So it's not necessarily a uh, a big, huge, dramatic increase, but a lot of people like to take pictures to kind of like mementos. Absolutely, memories. Yes, I remember when I was so young and naive. Oh wait, that was yesterday. Now, um, a new text color is being introduced into the game um, for the name of the monster currently engaged with Alliance members. Now, this is great. Now, um, what it used to be is that anyone uh, who was outside of your own party it would kind of uh, appear as a, as a purplish, pinkish sort of hue, uh, regardless if it was engaged by a, Marty, a party that was not a part of your alliance as opposed to a party that is a part of your alliance. Um, so that's going to change. And also there is a uh, another new text color that was introduced for uh, the name of monsters that anyone can attack. So I'm assuming uh, besieged and uh, and uh, uh, campaign mobs uh, this applies to. So. Exactly. Um, so, the, I mean, those are two very good uh, additions. You know, although minor, they do have an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing. If you look at every other game out there, they all have dancing animations. Whereas Final Fantasy has been out for roughly six or seven years and has not had one until today. Yes, we now have dance emotes. And we only have four of them, and they uh, are the same animation that are given to dancers. So you so. won't see Kahlo using them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh. dancers dancers don't get to feel special and uh, dance around people anymore because we can dance right back. You know, two dance crews, and I'll be like, you just got subbed. (laughs) Anira wearing his Dark Knight AF with the uh, Moogle cap, dancing for uh, Gil on the corner. Hey, if it can give me some Gil, man, I could could use it at this point. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, that's not a fun picture. So uh, definitely a lot added with this latest update, uh, this March 10th, 2008. Um, so, uh, yeah, a hefty amount to go and play with. Gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining me and uh, taking a look at, uh, at all of this information. It's been great. And uh, I know that my update just finished, so I'm really anxious to get into the world of Vonadil. Uh, count your blessings. Mine had to restart. Well, luckily enough for me, mine is all done, so I'm gonna go uh, play around. Beastman okay. Dominions, here I come. Yeah, it's time for me and my wife to hit up Quiffum. Time to bring the pain. All right, Quiffum. Well, uh, again, Spaz, it's been great having you. Thank you for uh, coming in and hanging out for this limit-breaking news. Uh, definitely make sure to check out LimitBreakRadio.com. We've got episode 30 that's going to be dropping relatively soon here. Uh, so look forward to that. And, uh, of course, you can expect the latest and greatest out of us here at Limit Break Radio. And uh, until next time, I'm Nero. Keep listening. Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vonadil are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. 